everybody. My name is Ryan. And my name is Steve. Oh, wait, you're Ryan? I'm Ryan. You're listening to 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing podcast. That whole I'm Ryan thing started just because there was confusion in like a YouTube comment thread or something like that with someone who was angry with us and you and I were both commenting. Yeah, and the, yeah. the guy kept going like, who am I talking to? Because I thought you were the other person. Like, I'm Ryan. I was like, I was like, if you go back, I always sign my comments and Ryan never does, yeah. basically. Um, the guy basically we, like think, melted down on us and assumed uh, and accused us of being liars because he couldn't track who he was talking to. Even though I, at that point I started signing my name. Right. I have always... Um, I think it was on YouTube. It might it have been was, on the no, Facebook page. No, it was page. on YouTube. Okay. Um, oh, no. It was on the Facebook page. Right, which is also equally confusing because it comments as just the page. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, I don't even remember what that was about. Probably was something stupid. It was about something we posted about um, something about women. We posted something about women. Oh, it was about the, the Steel Panther thing. Oh, That gosh. was Steel Panther Fallout. Because that was that was on the picture of the toxic masculizer, and how we were terrible I people. I, I wish I didn't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for asking me questions, Ryan. I make you remember things. Well, I'm Ryan. What's new, Steve? We already did this. Uh, what's new is this guitar is not ours anymore. It's time for us to say goodbye to it. We've it's, received uh, monies to sell it to someone who wanted to buy it. Uh, the way it went down is pretty crazy. I've been thinking for like... It's not in tune. No, I put new strings on it and it's just been sitting there for a while. So yeah. I was playing D minor because this is a very sad moment. So anyways, I've been thinking about selling this for a while just because like it's not really a terribly great guitar for me to demo with because people will look at it and really not know... What's that? ...what it is. And it looks like it's got Whoa, humbuckers uh, in it when really it's got... The pickups are single coils. Yeah, or, they're Valco style. They're voiced in a very specific way that's not normal. So it's like, it's not a great demo guitar. I really am not using this thing a lot. I should move it and make room for more stuff that's probably going to come in soon. Um, so I had been only talking about selling it. Mm-hmm. I had talked about it in a group that we're in that a bunch of other people are in, including the Gear Slum guys. Mm-hmm. They mentioned on their podcast a couple of weeks back that there was a little stinker on the market. Right. But they didn't want to say who was selling it because they didn't know if that was it okay. It also wasn't up yet. Was, I haven't put it up at all yeah. anywhere. And so on their Facebook group, I know there's, there's a lot of connections. Someone was like, who has a little stinker and is trying to sell it? I want to buy it. And I think you tagged me. I did. I said I am sort of. And that and that guy pulled the trigger within like an hour and a half of yeah, that's crazy. that post. Like he he was he's been looking for a little stinker for a long time. He's uh I'm pretty sure he's a listener of our show. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think he um, either I said is, pretty sure and then absolutely. I, I know he, that I've had conversations with him before. Yeah, he is or at least was at one point a uh a patron of our program. Oh, okay. So, so I'm I'm really happy that we're keeping it in the family. Yeah. And that's something that I wanted to make sure could happen as I moved towards selling it. And I kept just dragging my heels because I was like, I don't want to sell it. I want right. to keep it. But it's like someone else who will love it should have it sort of situation. And I could use the money. Steve uses money too. I don't know if you guys yeah. knew that. But Steve, mm. Steve uses money to pay for things. Mm-hmm. So... Little stinkers going to a new home. This is the prototype, by the way, that Roni built. 
Do you ever watch Parks and Rec? No, I hate oh. that show. You're going to say, 2016 you should, you should, prototype. instead of uh, Lil Sebastian, we should throw together a Bye Bye Lil Stinker video. But. <laughs> it's a great guitar. I hope he loves it and cherishes yeah, no, it. Yeah, it's great. And I then sells enjoyed, it for a profit. I, I hope always he can, enjoy playing it. I hope he can flip it. Just because flipping is great. Uh, so, yeah, that's a change in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have anything new going on? I don't. Really? I'm going to say I don't. I'm still trying to sell that Strat. Oh, okay. Uh, but I've That's not new. That's old. Yeah, I haven't been like pushing it because I found out more things were wrong with the wiring, which really means I just need to go drop it off at Guitar Center. It kind of sounds like you bought a boat. Well, like I mean, a, a hole in the like, water you throw money into. They're like, it's, I haven't thrown any money I know. It. It's, it's all like time costs, though. Yeah. Yeah. Solder costs money, Steve. I'm using like very small amounts of solder. <laughs> so a new thing uh, that is going to happen in this episode. Yes. A, a reason for you to stick around. Let's see if we can get 100% viewage on all we can't. views of this episode on YouTube. Um, on the last ad of the episode, Steve and I are going to do the Death Nut Challenge. I've got this box of is there t- is there two of here. the Death Nuts? There's three nuts in of each, each thing, one. so there'll be one left for uh, for, for my life. enjoyment later. <laughs> but this is a package with five spicy peanut varieties in it. Mm-hmm. Number one, getting started. Number two, warming up. Number three, heat and flavor. Number four, pain sets in. And number five, the death nut. I uh, listen. How to, are we going to do this? How, how is we're going to eat them and talk about the last ad? Um, I heard them do this on the Doughboys podcast, which is an actual food podcast. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Yeah, I want to get that." All Steve right. and I are going to do that. Great. It's going to be awful. This is going to be real bad. So you're going to. I'm not see a spicy food guy like, like you. Crying and mucusing at the end I, of this. I only Thai food at like a four. You know, I'm not a Thai food fan. I don't know what my level is. Okay. But I know I like hot stuff. I like it hot. Uh, I did a video a while back where I drank a shot glass full of hot sauce. Yeah. yeah. And it was fun. It didn't get a ton of views, but it was fun. I'll say <laughs> that. I enjoyed it. And you know what? My poops really weren't that bad afterwards. I'll say that. <laughs> Steve is going to end up in the hospital. Hopefully after my softball game. And I'm hoping it lines up good with the ad. I hope it... Like it's entertaining to hear us be trying, a, trying to discuss the ad while we're on fire. Kind of drop some hot takes. Yeah. Hot takes. That's what we'll call it. Oh, my gosh. Good one, Steve. Yeah, hey, finally got an episode title. Um, hot takes. So this first ad was sent by Josh Fitzgerald. It's an EHX Deluxe Base Big Muff. Hi. For sale is like new EHX Deluxe Big Muff. For sale is like new. Uh, I've only owned it six months, and it's never being gigged with or left the house for that matter yes i'm asking the brand new price for it but i'm also including the ac adapter specifically made for this pedal the wrong adapter will screw up an ehx pedal and a six foot monster cable also brought also brought six months ago with the pedal i can print off a user manual for you if you'd like thanks for looking all right uh so the first problem i have is what do you do with the six foot monster cable like i i realize that you wear a guitar re- like halfway down yeah. your body, but literally like a six foot guitar cable means I don't move. It means you're standing next to your amp. I'm I remember stuck. Re- when I first started playing guitar, I'm I had to go stuck. buy a cable and it's like six feet sounds long enough. I think I bought like one or two 
six and five foot cables. It's like, yeah, six feet. That's like <sighs> quite a ways away from me. And it's totally not enough. I feel like I'm not comfortable unless I have like a 15 foot long cable. Yeah, I think 12 or 15 feet somewhere. I think 12 is like the bare minimum. I'm I like that okay we're, with. We're talking about this instead of the completely bananas things that were said in this ad. But that the wrong the wrong adapter will screw up in the HX pedal. Yes, that is true. Yes, if you use that the is true wrong adapter, as in the wrong like. Like power stats and right, stuff like that, right. but you can use other power adapters. You don't have to use uh, EHX branded power adapter. Yeah, you can use is... a one spot on on most EHX stuff. And yeah. every, he, this guy's charging like a new price for this because it comes with this thing that probably the pedal may. So EHX does throw this in most, for some of their pedals. Most of their pedals come with a giant wall wart. I think they had like a billion of them made in the 80s, and they're trying it, to get rid of them all. My pitchfork came with really a wall wart, and that's a single-size pedal. So it's not just the big I was going to say, because my crayon didn't. The so pitch, maybe, there's, the like a, maybe there's like a price point on it, or maybe... Because this pedal does, in the manual, have a 100 milliamp draw. So maybe if it's only like above a certain milliamp maybe. draw... I would guess that like the draw on the crayon is like uh, under 30, 30, maybe, maybe as high as 40. I don't really know. That would be my guess. But yeah. I um, wonder if this thing takes batteries. It does. <laughs> it does. I'm pretty sure you can <laughs> drop ba- a couple batteries in there. I don't know how long they'll la- like you, a couple batteries. I mean, it's you can a drop fuzz. one battery. It's in. a fuzz. So yeah, probably lasts forever on one nine volt. Yeah, I don't know why it's it's even. Well, there's. I mean, yeah, it's a fuzz. Well, yeah, uh, there might be some milliamps? other stuff going on there. That might just be a safety. Some manuals they just say hundred milliamps. They're, they're just like let's round up. It's fifteen milliamps. Let's round up to hundred. No, there was literally. I I don't remember who the builder was, but there was someone I talked to. I like emailed them saying, "Hey, um, like I'm out. Like I needed to figure out if I could run it off of a certain power supply I had." Um, or like I wanted to work out in the chain. I don't remember what it was. I was like, "Your the manual says it's like this. I think it was like a hundred. I was like, what's the actual? And they're like, uh, we just put that for safety. Like you're, you'll be fine. Like, don't, don't worry about it. Leon measured the 50, 50, like a year back or something like that. And found out that it has a ridiculously low power draw. I believe that. It's it probably super, like super, super small. It's probably like 20 or 30. I think it was lower than lower that. Lower than that? Yeah, it was crazy. Like, I'm not going to. Everyone was just off, losing but... their mind when he posted. Like, I can't believe it's that low. <laughs> so, yeah, that's completely bananas. This pedal probably came with the, yeah, uh, the and that, wall wart. And that to me is like the more troubling the aspect of it. Only actual value he's added to this is the monster cable, which is like. Nah. Who cares, really? I mean, it's no sinusoid. Like you know barely what I mean? added value. It's barely even a cable. Might as well be a Radio Shack. I've actually had every monster cable I've had has failed super quick. Really? Like really quick. Mine and then have, I tried like, to return. fine. I tried to return it. Like tried to return one once to Guitar Center or wherever, and it was a huge hassle. I'm like, this is not worth it. So yeah, this guy's charging too much, and he's got bad information. Should we move on to something else? Let's move done? on to something this dumb. This is going to be a quick episode. Yeesh. We're racing towards the finish line of burning our brains out with peanuts. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how long this takes. So apparently, uh, we're like mostly not even prepared to talk about what's actually happened. Yeah, so well, I guess the downside of having... Uh, and this like is going to happen two weeks after the fact. <laughs> right. Oops. Podcasts. Uh, um the downside of having like a midday recording session is i we didn't I, we didn't really have 
we had less time than usual yeah. to prepare because I usually cram into like all my preparing into the last hour of work. Right. And today was just like, oh, I'm doing the podcast instead of working. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, both Jacob Charbono and um, Carlos uh, Mancha uh, in the Facebook group said, uh, bring up the Vertex Anderton's video. That'll get you some views. Uh, basically, I have to remember um, to t- tag uh, Vertex and Andertons in the video. Okay. Uh, it says, um, Jacob says, I'd like to hear your thoughts on the Vertex slash Andertons thread on the gear page and what you think of owning gear by companies with shady past slash presence and where you draw the line. I mean, most of us use iPhones that were made in poor working conditions. If you're wearing clothing, you're a bad person. I mean, that's really what it comes down to because children probably made that stuff. Yeah. Um, for pennies. So basically what this is about is there was a 42-page thread on the gear page that's now that closed. That short? Oh, it's because they closed they it. They closed it. That's why it's 42 instead of 420. Yeah. Um, but the Mason from Vertex went on there, which we interviewed Mason from Vertex. Accidentally. And... Um, well, like we knew that we would be interviewing him. I, think. I didn't remember any of the details about him right and, before we and started. Like, and so, like we brought up, like I think a, he brought a, it up. Oh, he brought it up, but we didn't like grill him because it had just on his company shitty's pat. No, that didn't just. Do happen. I need to paint the picture of what happened? No. So anyway, um, so he just went on Anderton's uh, YouTube. And does this interview? It's like a forty-five minute thing, and I, neither like we watched like a couple minutes of it here and there. Um, and the long and short of it is, uh, Andertons is a store. They're not going to bring on their manufacturers to make them look bad. Yeah, they're not going to bring people on and like even bring up dirty history and call them on inaccurate things that they they're saying even in that interview. They're going to be like, yeah, let's move product. Yeah, um, maybe. Now, you know, I think they're, that I don't, again, it's 45 minutes long. We watched like the first five minutes of it. If that. Uh, so We watched like five sections for like 30 seconds yeah, each. Yeah, that's true. Um, so maybe somewhere in that we 45 got the, minutes. We got the gist that something happened. They They try to unpack that a little bit, but based on the comments... That I was seeing. If I was a retailer, I would like uh, you wouldn't grill your manufacturer. I wouldn't grill. Uh, would you even? If I was a retailer, I wouldn't grill someone who's trying to sell product through me. I'm saying, like, I think if I was a retailer, I would be tempted to be like, hey, so you have a shady history. How about we like build this as like if a, I was a retailer, like as like a redemption story. No, if I was a retailer, no, like Andrew, you just dodge. I would just be like, let's talk about your product and nothing else. Yeah. Well, apparently they talked about a lot of things because it's 45 minutes. Dude, we spent an hour talking about almost nothing on this show. I make Fair. demos where I'm talking about one pedal, not like every pedal made by a company that so, ended up being so 20 minutes long. The, so the one thing at the four-minute mark of this video that I saw that was called out that I thought was interesting, um, do you think that Analog Man and... Keely pedals make faux boutique pedals. That is a rough thing. And I shouldn't say that they make it because I I guess I can see the argument now that Keely pedals makes faux boutique in the, in the current state. He was talking about mass manufacturer. He was talking about when they came out. Yeah. This is like in 2004. That kind (laughs) of statement is baffling to me. I, 
I kind of don't want to watch, but do want to watch that whole video just to see whatever else craziness is in it. Yeah, but, I don't know if I'm going to ever have the time. I mean, that's what, my biggest problem. What I walked away with after we interviewed Mason, because it's like we interviewed him and it kind of got sidelined by the fact that we didn't exactly remember that there was that whole thing. We were at like basically a street fair for guitar stuff at the quilter event. And I was going to booths like, Hey, you want to like be on our show? We're set up to record over there. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. He was the first one to come on. And then he dropped on us like, Hey, there's this thing going on. He did it on mic where like I did this, I did some bad stuff and I'm trying to like find redemption. And I was like, Oh, that's great that you're trying to find redemption. And we just super didn't dig into it. And we kind of like, read about it later and we're but like oh there's a like lot more here to unpack crucified us on the internet over it and like how dare you give him a venue to speak and this and right. that and it's like ba- i didn't know and then people were accusing us of being on his payroll basically we got and, in like trouble. being shills just for allowing him on the show yeah, basically we got in trouble for not living on the gear page exactly um, um but then i also did an asshole thing where i was like hi i'm gonna post this to the gear page because i know it's gonna get a lot of clicks yeah <laughs> and it did get a lot of clicks so it's Still probably do that, but I just wouldn't mention it uh, in the interview. And, you know, I've I've seen Mason. I've seen his booth every time I go to NAM, and I just don't talk to him anymore. But something that came out of all that is just, like, realizing that this dude is shady. Right. And he does lie, like, a lot. Right. And currently... And there, there have been some... And I hate to be a person, like... There have been some like, other pedals that have come out where he's like, oh, I based it on this Dumble, and people are like, but the pe- the amp in your video isn't a Dumble. It's like a recreation. It's a clone of a Dumble. Yeah. Like, you've never... Like, have you actually... Been in a room with Been a in a room with a Dumble? I have not. Have I? I have not. I have I've not. been outside with a Bumblebee. But, Rhymes with Dumble. No, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that but it's like, basically counts. I mean, we can go back to the core of this question. Is like, how do you feel about owning or purchasing gear that is coming from a source that is less mm. than reputable? Well, I'm not necessarily speaking for myself, but I know a lot of people look at it from the perspective of they don't think that the gear that they own Basically, the gear that they own is a means to an end. Right. So it's a tool. If, if there is a if there is a shady company that puts something out that is a unique product in some way, maybe there's and they can get a good price on it. Like they'll just buy it used. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, you know, like this is a shady company, um, but it's a good sounding drive pedal. So I don't want to necessarily like give benefit to the manufacturer. But I do want this pedal, so I'm just going to get on reverb. Sure. I will say that I think for you and I, we're in kind of like a in a unique oddly position. different space where we can't necessarily leverage that as well. We can't really separate ourselves from the product if I'm like putting it in a demo video. Yeah, or putting know? it on a even just putting it on the Instagram because like, you're I taking could, a board picture. I could honestly say like if Mason came to me and asked me to do a demo, I'd probably decline it. I'd be declining money just because I don't want the heat. Right. And I don't want to be associated. Ryan doesn't want the heat, and we're going to eat we're gonna Carolina eat the, Reaper we're peanuts eat later. Heat. Some Pepper X peanuts. Yeah, when we eat this, we'll have to talk about what's in each peanut. It's um, ridiculous. So, so there is that. But the other side of it is, you know, I think some cases of companies being um, – being shady are more egregious than others. And sometimes it's sometimes it's egregious, and sometimes it's more abstract. 
And like, there's different levels and you, and like the, the consumer can decide, like everyone can decide what is fine with them. I'm kind of as a consumer, not as like podcast host, demo guy or whatever. Right. As a consumer, I'm like, I don't care. I'm in the camp that would buy something used if it's a, a tool that I yeah. think would get the job done for me. I'd buy a vertex pedal if I thought it would get the job done for me. I actually want to buy one of his, one of his wah pedals if I could find him. Can you- can, the, do they still exist? Like, I'm sure someone has one on eBay or something like that. But I want to pay the BBE price. Is, right, is the thing. We haven't even gotten into the controversy behind this guy, and it's too much. Go look him up. No, on the just Google page. it. Just um, Google it. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. And it's a lot. Uh, we a lot. We I think covered it once. A long, I kind of want to have ago. a collection of like controversial gear like i want to get that the, would be like a fun feature i want to get the freakish blues uh, right. alpha drive which right. is a re box rebranded repainted joyo pedal <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> which is a clone of an ocd which is a clone of a rat or something like that something yeah <laughs> um, but uh yeah i feel like i'm on the practical side of that but i could definitely see myself being like yeah i'm not going to give them fresh money i'm going to buy used mm-hmm so you think that's kind of like the line or do you think but that's like, with like pedals, how, like, sh- how shady does it come? Because I've heard other people say like, well, like all of these companies, like every company has done something a little shady at you some think point. You, my, my thing that I always go to when people are talking about this is like, I guarantee you the farmer that grew the, the vegetables in your salad had some pretty messed up ideas and did some <laughs> really awful stuff at some point in their life. Like, Right. It's a little bit different with gear stuff because the the personalities and the the people involved with these companies are kind of upfront and represent their companies and mm-hmm. are part of the identity of the companies where it's like you don't know the farmer who grew your apple, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh so it feels different. But in the grand scheme of things it's technically the same. Mhm. But at the same time I get it. Like I do I want to go watch a movie that's got a you know, an actor in it who turns out to be an awful rapist or something like that. You know, it kind of sours right. it. Like, I don't want to go watch Ghost Dad starring Bill Cosby. <laughs> if I'm sitting there watching it, like, man, that dude is a piece of crap the whole time. I think I'm soured on Cosby now. Oh, man. I've never vocalized it and I never really thought about it. But, yeah, I don't want to watch Cosby in anything anymore. How do you feel about Cosby? I don't know. Would you watch uh, reruns of The Cosby Show? I I listened to something the other day that was talking about that, and because I've never thought about it, because I've never really been into the Cosby Show. I've his brand of comedy. Because you hate black people. <laughs> um, no, that no, answer like the, was too slow, Steve. You needed to be <laughs> quick on that because now I don't believe I'm you. I'm just more a Family Matters guy. Like Family Matters is my. There speed. you go. That was a good steer. There we go. There you go. Um, no, the Cosby Show, like it, the because it's his comedy. Like there's something about it that's a little dry, and it's a, it's very dad humor. Oh yeah. And so maybe now, like watching it, I'd be like, oh, it's a dad joke. I get it. But like at the time, where like I was seeing it rerun, I don't even know if you can find it on TV anymore. But it's like if if you did, if someone did have a problem like that, like couldn't sit and watch, you know, Bill Cosby make jokes about sandwiches. In, sure. in a sitcom, would they also have trouble looking down at their pedal board and being like, oh, that person did this? You know, I get it. Like, I, th- I think it's, well, a, com- I, it's a complicated but, situation. Yeah. And it's some of it is, I think people. This is going off uh, going off the rails a little bit, but I think there is a difference when like. 
I'm going to sound like an apologist, and this is not <laughs> We're not the intent. Crucified of um, people from TGP is that listen to like, this. Is that um, like Bill Cosby was good at his job, but like these, <laughs> but like if but, <laughs> if you're he said that with like the just the right delivery that you just came across as no, the I know, biggest I know. asshole right now. Um, well, at least he was good at his job. No, but what I mean is like... Well, he's an entertainer. Is, he's an entertainer. He's good and, at entertaining. And he was good at entertaining, whereas like we're talking about pedal manufacturers who are... Could potentially not be good at their are job. Are like lying or are misrepresenting their brand. Now, people could could make the argument that like Bill Cosby represent misrepresented his own personal brand because his comedy was always like good, clean, fun, but he was actually a creep. Mm, in the 70s, he made... Like he has records, like comedy Even records like, of him saying that he likes to drug women. Like that's one of his jokes. Right. But the flip side of it is, but it like, was also the seventies. Is cocaine is, made know, everything a little blurry it, for people? Eddie Eddie Murphy uh, raw, where like the the opening is like ten straight minutes of gay jokes. I mean, it's prob- like it's one it's of the Eddie Murphy records, but people like, don't think about Eddie Murphy the same way they think about Cosby. It's, well, because, because as far as we know, Eddie Murphy didn't actually do anything he just made jokes about it right this is off the rails i, was, I have There's big memories no of things eddie murphy has done but I, I don't have specifics so i'm not going to get into I it i think he's generally considered a decent human being got caught Maybe. picking up prostitutes that's a whole other complicated issue i mean i don't want were they free range or <laughs> I don't even know what that means, uh, but yeah, we should we should take a hard well, right and, back and so, into like our so I guess what I mean is in here. terms of in terms of perception, um, the brand that obviously like I'll just throw it out there the brand that we've worked with several several times in the past um, that both of us are friends with on Facebook that we make in and out jokes with all the time is JHS pedals, which yeah. there's always controversy. Yeah, people are going, always talking that about really like JHS. that brand. I would say probably I don't. I don't think anything controversial has really happened in like the last five or six years, probably. Um, I don't even know the time frame. But but there have been things where is it I'm not going to say it's like shady in the same sense of this, but there's definitely things where you look at and you're like, this isn't as clean cut as it should be. It's a lot murkier. Like it's definitely. It's not full on shady, but it's like mm, these clouds are in a location that otherwise should be sun shiny. Like it's a little, it's a little odd. I don't know. People can talk about that all day, and I'd rather not talk well, about that. Well, I don't I'm so totally want to like get into it. I feel like we've talked about that before too. But you know, that is a case where there are definitely like tons of people out there who would say like oh i'm not buying anything from anyone who's had any kind of issue whether it's misrepresenting their own product right fully or partially um you know anything that's that's controversial like that in any sense um so in that regard like you know i don't we only know what like the personal feelings of people are who exist uh as public personas sure like i don't know uh anything about the personal life of the guy the the ceo of of roland boss yeah i don't you know know anything about uh the guy who like who is the you know i don't know anything about the current board members of fender musical instruments corporation sure 
And they're a corporation, so they're probably evil, right? <laughs> they're probably great guys. Everyone I've met from Fender is awesome. Send us stuff. Ding. <laughs> All right. So that, the um, ding was your cue to, to write us an email, Fender. Yeah, so, I, so you know, I, you know, I'm not. I don't know. Obviously, I, I would just say like it's sticky and it's complicated. Do and it's, do it's, the thing that like puts keeps your conscious at ease. Oh yeah. Um, I I I definitely think Vertex is a brand that if I was to get a Vertex pedal, I would I would definitely be getting it used. Um. Personally, I just don't see myself. I think that generally the products that Mason produces or that he sells under his brand, I haven't seen anything from him where I'm like, oh, I think that's a thing that I'm interested no, in. No, they're not for us um, at all. They're so, not our style of stuff. So that's, I, I guess that helps. I don't really um, want a pedal that's trying to sound like the clean channel of a Dumble <laughs> or like a clean Dumble. I don't, I don't, don't quite get it. It's like a boost yeah. preamp thing, I guess. So, I um, so yeah, I, does, is that enough on that topic? I feel yeah, like yeah, that's is. a good topic. I think we nailed it, Steve. Maybe right, let's, maybe uh, we should have hit the hot nuts while we were doing that yeah, one. Yeah, um, let's uh, slam through these sponsor spots real fast. We got a bunch of them. Yeah, that's uh, what happens first, when I demo uh, stuff. Uh, so we got uh, our good old friend Sinusoid Pro Audio Couture. Uh, this week we're talking about we Tech Cables right Flex here. Tuesday. Each week they come out with the Tech Flex combo uh, that. Um, Basically, is a a pre-selected setup. You go in and you select like if you want. I think it's either ten, twelve. It's either ten or twelve or twelve and fifteen for yeah. options. I it's like the which cable ones. of the week club. Like yeah. you go and you see yeah. what they so built. Go check it and you out. Can, you can order um, it. There's always rebuild. Obviously, like these guys are sitting around with lots of co cable colors and lots of tech flex colors. So they're like, oh, what happens when you do this? Oh, this looks really cool. We should promote this as our next tech next. Tech's, tech Flex Tuesday. That was you rough, go. Steve. So, uh, you, you made it, though. Go on to sinusoid.com. Sign up for their email list uh, to get the email updates for Tech Flex Tuesday. Tech Tuesday. There we go. It's you done. did it. Sinusoid Pro Audio Couture. They make cables. And smiles. Uh, next up, we got uh, Chase Bliss. We uh, talked about the Dark World. Ryan's going to show it again. We talked about it last week. But really, Chase Bliss has a bunch of pedals. They now have a reverb, a delay, a drive. Um a chorus? Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a, a chorus vibe sort of thing, the Ward uh, Final. Uh, tram? An EQ thing? A lot of those things you just said you could do also with the Dark World. You can make chorus. Is there a drive? You can make, no, you can't do drive, but you can do like chorus sounds. You can do vibe sounds. Right. Well, you yeah, because it's you like can modulation. Do tremolo sounds with it. Mm, there we go. A lot of their pedals do that, where it's like, Oh yeah, it's this pedal, but you can do all this crazy stuff with it. Like right. their EQ they, they pedal have a flange. Can, be, can be they have a flange. Flange. They're just ridiculous. Yeah. Chase Bliss pedals are ridiculous every time. Like I've said many times before, I think the Dark World is like flat out my favorite Chase Bliss pedal so yeah. far. It hits so many marks for me. Go watch my demos, go watch my videos. They yeah, go great. chase your bliss. Uh chaseblissaudio.com. Next up, we got uh Gun Street, still rocking the shirt, Gun Street wiring shop. Uh if you're looking for wiring for your strat, telecaster, Les Paul, a base, um, I don't know what other kind that's not pretty much everything. Your Nissan Sentra, though. Not for Nissan Sentra, not for BMW. No. Um for guitars, guys. Guitars. Basses. Yeah. Ukule Instruments. Ukuleles electric stringed instruments that's what they make All wiring harnesses things. for and the biggest thing about these uh pre-made wiring harnesses is that 
yeah, they're going to sound great. Yeah, they're built correctly. Yeah, you can explore really cool new territory and like new tricks for your guitar. But really, it just saves you a ton of time. It turns a Saturday project into a lunch hour project. Yep. It's fantastic. I'm never going to rewire uh, my SG ever again from yeah. scratch. I'm going to get a, a wiring harness every single time from now on. But only for your SG. <laughs> I don't anything, know. That's, that's anything, the way you said it. Anything kind of complicated and has a bunch of like pots and switches and stuff like that. If I'm you know dropping a single volume and a switch into a guitar, then I can do that myself. I can do that in a lunch hour. Mm. But if I'm doing multiple pots... Things go weird really quick when I do it. All right. Uh, next sponsor. Yeah, is Rev. This is the G3. Uh, Another pedal Rev. I've done a demo of. Yeah. I, like, flat out wasn't expecting to fall in love with this pedal. I really like how purple it is. It's very purple. It's very high gain. And it's just so pleasing and fun to play with. I just gush about this thing in the demo. It just hits the right sound to fit into my playing into the mix when I'm using it. I've been using this high gain pedal at church as like a bass drive to throw delays and modulations and reverbs on top of it's a like screaming electric lead machine. Your chugga chuggas for days. And it just has this even modern tone that just works somehow. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Just go watch the demo. Listen to everyone else's demos. Go check it out. I'm a big fan. It's kind of blown me away. Big fan. Big fan. Was that all our sponsors? That's all our sponsors. Jeez, we had we a lot of sponsors. Right along. Big business. This next ad was sent in by Ryan Burke. That's me. Hi. Uh, did you find this or did I find this and send it to you? I found it and I sent it to you, Steve. Okay. Um. This is, uh, here's a cool strap body slash neck slash bridge. Bit, 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 bit. Wow. Bridge Good project talking, for you. Steve. Uh, do you get any hits on your uh, voiceover? Uh, not yet. Not Add yet. yet? Uh, bridge project for you. I believe the body is an older Mexican made Fender Stratocaster. The neck has no markings, but is very good quality. And the bridge is made by Sung 2. I don't know what that is. Uh, the body has some dings and scratches, and the screws for the neck pocket on the body have been filled in and redrilled to fit the current neck. Oh, I did not realize that. Uh, the neck has extra holes from different styles of tuners. Yeah. Yeah, that's an uh, understatement. Price is $60 firm. I am not desperate to sell, so please do not send any lowball offers, which I feel like at $60, like if you're lowballing this. I, I haven't I, checked to see if this moved. Um, I would consider trading for a nice hard shell case that will fit an Epiphone Les Paul. I'm also looking for a Line 6 floor pod. Uh, please Damn, only call I should call have traded email. this guy for a case. I will not respond. Do you have a spare hard shell? Probably. Whatever. As I'm looking at a bunch of hard shells. Yeah. So uh, what do you think about this? I didn't realize the neck pocket was doweled and redrilled. That's not a big deal, though. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's not a big deal. For some reason, I processed the neck as being original. I think it was why I thought that was... No. I didn't realize that. Also, something funny to me is that it's only got the one mounting hole in the body. Uh, look at what I'm pointing at. Yeah, yeah, that's the CNC hole. Right. Usually they have three, don't they? I thought they only had one. This is a Mexican body? Yes. I thought they had three. I don't know. And that stuck out to me. I, I bet it probably odd. varies from, from time point to time point. Yeah, totally. Um, I have, I 
I mean, my first impressions of this is, is 60 bucks and there's a couple of guitar parts. Yeah. That I honestly was really debating going to get this. I mean, and the I think only you... reason I didn't was just because I am trying to slim down and have less stuff and I don't need right. a new project. I think if the neck is straight, like... I could have flipped it, though. Everything here is probably fun, fun project stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you just... If you have a strap pick guard and some pickups laying around, you just slap it all together and you could I probably do. sell this for like a hundred bucks. I could have made easy. a functional. Uh, I could have made tuners. A, I could have made a functional guitar. You, out of this. you would need tuners. Well, guess what? I've got these tuners here that are going to replace another set of tuners. I have other you tuners. You could bounce around. those tuners onto here. There I've you got go. all sorts of tuners all around. Boom. Maybe I should check to see if this is still up tomorrow and try to grab it. I doubt it is. I bet it's, it was gone so. Yeah, quick. I can't imagine it's still up. That would be. I mean, it's got a Just nut in it. Fantastic hold of me if it was. Blow my mind. Uh, so you think sixty dollars? $60 I mean, is... here, here's the only th okay, thing would... that's like funky about this is you look at the back of the headstock. This thing looks like it's had oh yeah like four different sets of tuners in it. Yeah, it is a trip. It is holier than Swiss cheese. It's holier than the Pope. That's how many holes yeah. are in it. I was gonna say it's holier than thou. <laughs> um, it's definitely holier than thou. How many holes do you think you have in your body, Steve? Count them up for me. This might be a squire neck. It might be. Because it does have like an extra string tree that was filled in. Uh, is that a string tree? That's I a... don't I don't see that. I don't see... Are you thinking right about there? that little thing yeah. up there? I don't think that's a string tree. I think that's just a fleck. But it doesn't have the rubber insert around the truss. Yeah, squires are usually empty. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, it might be a squire. I bet it's fine. It doesn't look like a bad neck. Even this photo of the fretwork looks pretty okay. Yeah, no, but yeah, the, the, everything the, looks everything looks okay on this. The amount of tuners that have been mounted in this guitar is perplexing to is me. It's pretty comical. Because, yeah, comical is a good way to describe it. The way tuner changes go for me, and I think for most people... Mm -hmm. You get a guitar that's mm -hmm. new and has bad tuners in it. Mm -hmm. Like, I got to fix this. Something's got to be done. So you replace the tuners once with a set of tuners that you bought. And if you buy tuners these days, any tuner, mm -hmm. if you're buying them aftermarket, there's a really good chance they're going to be just fine. Right. They're going to be completely functional and get you there. I I can maybe imagine someone changing them once after that to be like, well, I want to try locking tuners. But the amount of redoweling and drilling that's happened on this is pretty significant. It's extreme. I feel like we need to bring a Sherlock Holmes type character in here to figure out how many tuners this thing's actually had on it because it looks like a lot. Maybe it has just been two or three and they just went crazy with the drilling and the doweling, but come on. That's intense. I would say it does kind of look yeah, like there's three. Know. I would say th at least three, but it could maybe be four. But the way stuff is dr like doweled and drilled out, it makes me think that those screw holes were abused. So maybe like four or five or six yeah, times the tuners have been changed. It's pretty rough. Like it feels like it needs to get doweled again before you put more new oh tuners on it. <laughs> Just to make sure there's enough wood there to hold the tuners in place, you yeah. know? Yeah. We're doing a quick episode. Are we ready to move on? I don't think we are doing a quick episode. This is pretty standard timing. All right. Maybe last time was long. Um, this next 
topic was sent by Stephen Conradi. He says, uh, downsizing on gear due to life circumstances, i.e. not playing at church or in bands and basically playing for yourself. Well, I think this is an interesting mental exercise for us to go through because we're both playing live mm-hmm. pretty regularly. We both have this podcast stuff going on that gets us a lot of gear we normally wouldn't keep around. I mean, before... Before we started doing the podcast, my rig was the exact amount of pedals that I would use on my board and everything extra I would sell immediately. Right. And I had the exact amount of guitars that I was using with a few like oddballs that were, you know, I keep mm-hmm. them around for memory's sake. Now I've got all this ridiculousness yeah. back here. Yeah. I sold a dozen something pedals a couple of weeks back and it barely made a dent. Sure. Uh, you've got all sorts of stuff laying around. I've always kind of been a, a little more of a hoarder when it comes to pedals, I think. Yeah, but you also uh, like have been hoarding guitars that you have flip plans for and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, you've got guitars like falling out of your closet, so I'm I sure, think I could point. reduce down to like three electric guitars if I really wanted to. Well, so I think that's um, what, what I want to set up is the premise of... You and I both stopped doing this show. Okay. Stopped doing any sort of like guitar media at all. We stopped mm-hmm. going to Nam. The whole thing. We walked away. We walk away, Steve. Walk away. We turn our back on the biz and walk away. Fresh start. We don't play any more live shows. Not even church. Okay. There's no what possibility you, of us need? of even like like playing at you know camping trips or beach bonfires or something like that for like you know church outings bedroom only this is like you are keeping a rig that is just like to maintain the fact that you play guitar for yourself at home what does that look like um some kind of and assuming that there's no like dedicated space in your house for like this is the guitar area like every time you play you're pulling it out and setting up um so probably just sell off all the amps. All the amps? Well, I'm kind of like in the process of that right now where really I think when I'm done, the, possibly the only amp I will have left, the only amps I'll have left is my Crate Power Block. Okay. And the Wong's Mini 5. Got to keep that Those may be the only ones I keep. Um, i get still kind of working through that. Sure. Um but even if I was just playing for myself and nothing else, I would probably just keep like the Palmer pocket amp and just plug headphones into that thing. And that would be like my primary way of, uh, of like listening to myself play electric guitar. Mm. Um, I kind of did this in, in a small way, like when, um, well, not immediately after, but in the process of like your favorite band, not being a thing Mm. anymore. Um, I guess you have the acoustic 150 now. It's like in the on, trunk of my car. On permanent loan. Uh, but otherwise, like I sold all of my bass gear. I sold all yeah. my cabinets. But that stuff um, is so bulky. Like, unless you know you're going to use it, it's kind of like smart to sell it. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I, I do still have like the polytone amp. It's in a closet because I, oh, I kind of kept that as like an all purpose amp because um, it kind of is. That's a crazy all purpose It's kind of uh, good for everything. Um, and then, uh, I eventually sold my jazz bass cause I was like, oh, this bass is like too nice for like only getting pulled out for like church every, like, like once a week or whatever. Like I could get by with a lot less. Yeah. Um, so really like 
I, I didn't necessarily downsize, but I definitely would say I partially downsized, partially like liquidated. Right. And it went with like cheaper gear that I thought was good enough. So if you, if you were to go all the way down to just a single closet rig, do you think you would, how many guitars do you think you would have? Um, I know you want to sell all your amps and do like headphone or just like whatever is stored elsewhere. Electric guitar wise, I would keep my Strat and my two Telecasters and that's it. You wouldn't keep a bass? I, I mean, I keep a bass. Yeah. All right, so you'd have four guitars. Would you keep an acoustic? Okay, I'd keep an acoustic. You're still having a pretty serious rig here. It's a lot of guitars. I mean, what's the real? I mean, I haven't done for, my. What's I the real minimum for downsizing? I don't know. I haven't done mine yet, so it's like I can't judge too hard. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I could probably sell off all the pedals except what's on my board right now. But yeah. the problem is, is a lot of the stuff that I have that is kind of like in storage is in storage because it ne- doesn't really carry value. Sure. Um, I w- Sounds like I, you're running a really terrible shop, Steve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think like the only guitar pedals that I don't... You keep that stuff longer than 90 days, you're losing money. Oh my gosh. I think the only guitar pedals that I don't have listed right now that have value, that have like, that I think I would sell easily is my DD5. Right. Everything else like... I'd probably have to sell pretty cheap at the point where I'm like, ah, is this even really worth selling? Yeah. I think if I was to downsize to like this pull out closet, like never going to play live again, rig, Mm -hmm. I'd probably have a similar amount of guitars as what you're saying. I'd have, uh, my hallmark for surfy stuff. I'd keep the Titan Mm -hmm. because that gives me a lot of versatility with like a hardtail guitar. Right. Um, I'd probably keep like one legacy guitar that reminds me of older bands, like the, the Duosonic or something like okay. that. Um, Do you keep an acoustic? I'd probably get rid of my acoustic and get a classical. So that's four guitars. And then as far as pedal goes... You get rid of... Oh. I have an acoustic that I don't really like. I, should, I mean, I feel, but I can't really sell it because I can't sell that thing because it's worthless. I almost feel like I'd love to have a classical so, around here. So, instead. do you not count the baby Taylor as yours? It's technically my wife's. Honestly, I probably would have sold that thing if she wasn't like, "Oh, that's mine," but she never plays it, you know. <laughs> right. Right. And then, as far as pedal board goes, and pedals, I would probably. I mean, like go, my wife doesn't even pretend that the big baby Taylor is sure. hers anymore. She, uh, I'd probably, well, there's guitars that are behind me right now, like electric guitars that my wife is never going to play that she's like, you can't sell that. Like, oh, really? So she like, like, which one? She likes them for decorative purposes and things like that and like history purposes. Like, she loves the Explorer. Oh, okay. And things like that. That guitar's worthless anyway. (laughs) Hey, that Bigsby is a good Bigsby. It's worth a hundred bucks. Well, I mean, like, (laughs) I'm saying, like, as as a whole, like, you're not, if you try to sell that guitar, it's worth like 250 max. Maybe. Um, I'd sell it without the Bigsby. Um, as far as the pedal board goes, I would probably go back to what I was doing before we were doing all this crazy stuff. Like almost everything I'd own would be on my pedal board and I might have a few like, like stragglers that I would swap in and out here and there, like, right. like four or five pedals, but I've got about a 12 pedal pedal board. Mm-hmm. So I'd have, you know, like 17 pedals, which still sounds like a lot. That does sound like a lot. 
That doesn't sound like. But then most of, of them would most of them would be on my pedal board, right? At all times, right? And then I'd have five pedals off to the side in a drawer somewhere, which is completely different than what I have now. With which is two drawers, two sets of drawers. Two. <laughs> Those cabinets are not full of pedals, but there are a lot of pedals in there, yeah, and I got pedals all up on the wall. Close. It's ridiculous. I got G- too many pedals. Here. Ryan, I think at this point you could just go to an all chase list board and have probably, everything. Come, I, need, I need to get the brothers. You need the brothers. I need the brothers still to get a drive. Um, yeah. And then as far as amps go, I could easily just go down to having the nothing but the Princeton. And if I wanted to be extravagant, I could keep the Katana. Figured it out. Okay. He all, solved the problem. The The solution to all of this pedal confusion. Pedal confusion. Line 6 Helix. Oh, my gosh. HX. I mean, that is stomp. The, that is like the ultimate closet rig. HX stomp. It's like this big, right? It's like this yeah. big. Yeah. No, I, if, if we weren't doing all this, the show and everything like that, I would probably be buying a Helix stomp. Mm. And it would be replacing a lot of like modulation stuff on my right. board delays everything like that replace your amp you're running are you running direct yeah but i'm only running direct live right and i wouldn't be doing live in this scenario all right but i would might be doing headphones out of it It, that would be an excellent amps. goodbye amps i mean i'd still probably keep the princeton but i wouldn't need the katana anymore that's true if i got the helix good point so are we done with this topic? Did we nail it? I think we nailed it. Let us know in the comments. Did we nail it? Just comment, nailed it. Yeah. Or comment, didn't nail it. Ooh, mm. rough. <laughs> should we uh, Should we get into this last ad, Steve? Do we yeah, need to do any yeah. prep? Get, like, fill uh, up our cups, get a beer, anything like that? I don't, I don't know how we want. I probably should get some water or something. You Let's fill pause up our, it? We just going to no, walk I'll, away? No, I'll edit it in a second. All um, right. We'll get some beverages and then we'll get into the death nut challenge as we tackle the last ad all right we're back don't crack those yet steve so we've got the death nut challenge here uh carolina reaper peanuts fused with pepper x says on the side caution extremely hot keep out of reach of children and elderly (laughs) do not consume if you are sensitive to hot spicy foods allergic to peanuts peppers or capsaicin pregnant or have any medical condition wear gloves when handling don't touch eyes or any part of your Do you body have any gloves no wash completely <laughs> with soap after use actually i brought chopsticks so we can pick up the nuts with chopsticks all right all right um so what we'll do is we'll start with the first nuts and work our way through the first one is ghost peppers plus carolina reaper powder the second one is scorpion butch tea peppers carolina reaper powder Number three is Carolina Reaper peppers, chocolate butla, Carolina Reaper powder. There's a lot of Carolina Reaper in here. Uh, fourth one is pot dougla, Carolina Reaper peppers. Peppers. F- seven. Oh, seven seven pot dougla and seven pot brain strain. And what's the last one? Um, is the last one is the death nut and it has pepper x peppers, Carolina Reaper peppers, uh, moruga scorpion. And Carolina, Carolina Reaper powder. This is not going to go well for me. So here's the way I want to do it. We'll start with the first nuts, obviously. Obviously. And then we'll start doing the ad. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the first person is ready to move on, that person goes and the other person has to eat the next nut too. 
Okay. We can drink water because we're recording professionals and we need to drink water. Uh-huh. But if you crack a beer, that's like tapping out. <laughs> we've got an 805 here, and we've got a Belching Beaver peanut butter stout. You know, I watched uh, uh, the Hot Ones uh, episode with Jack Black, with, uh-huh. well, with Tenacious D, and I feel like that episode um, was... Or they had um, milk tea with boba. One of them did. Uh-huh. I that think, does sound like I a think good that's like option. The, the best. So there's three nuts in each food. package, which means I get to eat one alone by myself later. Later. All right. Uh, all right. Oh, it's stuck together. Oh, sounds like you're screwed. Um, get a knife. I'll just eat the, the whole thing. Who cares? This is the first one. How bad could it Mine's be? Mine's only right? half. Cheers. All right, so this ad. This is a 666 semi-hollow handcrafted guitar. Listened to us by Greg Sims. This is what people hate on the show, chewing. Six, yeah, <laughs> I did it right in the microphone, too. 666 scale yin-yang guitar. Semi-hollow, hand-built slash handcrafted. 57 classic pickups for awesome all-around sound. Coil split, series slash parallel. Bridge and neck. Purple heart top and Karina body. Solid sustain, neck through construction, X-Trem vibrato bar. Is that the one that GFS sells? Yeah, that's the GFS uh, Big Speed um, variant. Shaller Bridge. Click on some SoundCloud link to hear it. Did you do that? You didn't? No. I clicked it, and it's exactly what you would expect this music what, to sound what like. What is it? What's the music? Describe like it someone me. trying to make like prog modern instrumental rock, but it just ending up sounding like dad music. Oh, okay, so like Kurt Young, or better than Kurt Young? Less, less awkward and weird than Kurt Young, and the production quality is there. It sounds like they really know what they're doing with recording, but it's like, no one's going to listen to the song you're, ever you're for, ready any, to for any reason. Song? I am. You know, that, that first nut is hot. Yeah. And it's the sort of thing like, if my wife got like a bite of chili mm. that was that hot because there was a random pepper in it, she'd be like, oh, that's really hot, and I'd be like, yeah, that's what I like. That's oh. like that's my heat level right there. I took there. the bigger one this time. All right. Probably a mistake. I'll eat both of the other ones. No, I don't. I mean, whatever you want to do. You want to even it out. I mean, there's probably more surface area than eating. I'm not worried about okay, here we being go. even. I'll eat them both. The peanut's really good. It's a good. These are probably the most expensive peanuts anyone could ever <laughs> buy, by the way. This package is like 20 bucks. So the construction of this guitar... Um, Purple Heart Top and Karina Body. There's like things about this guitar that like, like the back of it, I think if the front of the guitar looked like the back of the guitar, um, yeah. I would not really like have any feeling about it. I'd be like, oh, that's interesting. It's kind of an Olympic thing. To be to be honest, I get the feeling that this is a home-built guitar by like a home luthier. Mm-hmm. And when you consider that, the details of it look good. Right. It looks really sharp. The The construction looks sharp. The execution looks sharp. The reason why this jumped out, the heat is really starting to hit like the back of my throat and like making me like gasp for air a little bit. Yeah, it's... Um, oh, there it is. Uh, I did both nuts too. Um, but the thing that stuck out to me about this guitar is that it's just like a collection. This guitar represents like a collection of like 
really obnoxious bumper stickers. Yeah. Like the, it's got a yin yang. The guy claims it's got a 666 scale to it. He's Which, trying to sell it what for. What does that even mean? He's <laughs> trying to sell it for $777. There's yin yang symbols like all over it. The shape is honestly not like as bad as it could be. Mm-hmm. It's like weird and hippie-ish and there's weird shaped F holes. Like it's got that Grateful Dead thing going on. Like you could like totally see this like being on stage with the Grateful Dead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you were... Man. You ready to move on? It says it's a Ying Yang Steger Zebra. I found these on... Um, Is it a brand? On uh, Reverb. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you holding up with the peppers? Report in. Um... Are you distracted? I'm going to do another one, but I th- I'm already regretting doing really? number three. This is like, we're at the level now um, where like I make my like fried chicken this hot at home. Like I put uh, like uh, cayenne pepper on it to make I'm it I'm like spicy. hitting the exact same spot on my tongue with both the first, both of the first two. So I only have one extremely hot spot in my mouth. It's not on my tongue at all. It's like back of throat for me right now. But I'm definitely like... You guys can probably hear that, like, I'm, like, pausing and taking breaks yeah. and, like, feeling a little jittery right now. I'm a little nervous with this third peanut because it's so much redder than the first right. two. I'll take the big one. You can take one. I I'm guess. definitely, like, feeling very caffeinated. I'm feeling jittery. Here we go. I can taste the difference. This is going to be spicy. Oh, that was bad. Right away. So, yeah, just yin-yangs and stupid, like, number things. And, like, it feels like this guitar was made for, like, Spencer's Gifts or something like that. Right. You so, know? I think, actually, I don't know why they call it 666 scale. I actually I think... wouldn't be surprised if this guy made up his own system of measurement so that he could convince himself that the scale was 666. So, okay, so the scale is 26.2 inches. Okay, so that's 26 and a sixth of an inch. Ooh, that's hot. It's catching up to me on my tongue. How are you doing, Steve? I'm not going to be able to hang. I think I'm going <laughs> to tap on this one. <laughs> I want to keep going. I'm going to keep going as far as I can. It is that radiant, glowing, red-hot heat coming off my tongue, shooting up through the center of my skull right now. That's I'm, that's hot stuff. I moved to a different part of my mouth. I should have stayed in the same <laughs> should have spot. stayed in the same spot. I feel, I've got a little bit of peanut stuck in my tooth right now, and I feel like that's a problem. Ooh, it's like keeping it going. Let's move that out of the way. <laughs> I'm sweating for sure. Are you sweating? I'm out. I'm getting I'm misty. I'm popping this. He's going for the peanut butter stout. I'm going to move on. I'm going to get into the number four. You going to be okay? I better be. I got to I gotta do a thing. <laughs> You're going to play softball, right? It's the playoffs. I got the big nut here. Good luck. Oh, my gosh. Continue talking about the guitars, Steve. What do you think about the, the GFS trim on there? <laughs> I've never used them. They always look kind of dumb that to me. Beer made it worse. 
Oh my gosh. It's crazy that it can turn into different kinds of heat in your mouth. Now that I'm eating the fourth one, there's like just a different kind of heat splashing around. So the thing is, is I don't, what I'm wondering is this being sold by, cause the, the reverb store. <laughs> yes. Is also in Swansboro, North Carolina. So it's in like the same town. I feel like the jump from three to four wasn't as bad as the jump from two to three. It was kind of a lateral move. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, every time I feel like I've caught up, it comes back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I'm hitting my water a lot. I know you can see that. So the thing that, like, is bothering me the most about all of this is that this company is called Ying Yang Guitar. But it all revolves around the yin-yang symbol. Like, that's a different thing. Is it? Yeah, it's not yin, it's yin. So what's a yin-yang? It's nothing. It's nothing. I didn't know that, Steve. You learn something new about yin-yangs every day, is what they say. Wow, the heat is catching up to me. Well, it's Wow. Funny. Well, it's funny. So I, I tried to search this earlier. Yin-yang guitar. And I couldn't find it. I think the reason that I couldn't find it is because um, it's not under that listing. What is it listed under? Well, the store is called Ying Yang. Not oh, it is, but it's spelled. So this is extra dumb. I'm out of water. The shop is Yin Dash Yang Dash Guitar. Like you see it on the on the ad. Yeah, and. Uh, but the brand is called Yin Yang, and it's like the guy didn't care that he was like suddenly spelling it wrong. It's like if you went into business, it's like if your brother, your brother has his own painting company, right? Oh, man, I don't want to tap out. So if your brother, your brother has his own painting company. I'm really close, though. And, uh, and, uh. If, I, my like, ears are like filling with it's fluid. like if he called his painting company burke painting but he dropped the e and just misspelled his own name yeah like it just doesn't make any sense i'm gonna oh, i feel like my tongue is smelling it's the back of my tongue and i'm like salivating and my ears are full of like they're like closing off i feel like i got it for my own i'm gonna i'm gonna let you do this i'm gonna grab you some more water go get the sure sure Go get some potato chips or some crackers or something. There's some potato chips in the back of the lower pantry. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. That's a different kind of heat. I'm about to go for the fifth one. I'm going to wait till Steve gets back. Oh, God. It's really caught up on me. I started to get like the cold sweats and I'm definitely super jittery right now. Mm, hurry up, Steve. Now he's just taking a long time to dick with me. He probably thinks I'm going to eat this and drink the beer really quick. <laughs> you found him. Is it just quiet? I stopped talking. <laughs> You're spilling water like crazy. 
I figure maybe the oil of the potato chips will help defeat things. All right, here goes the last nut, number five. Oh, you didn't eat it. No, I was waiting for you. Oh, okay. No, the chips fell down. We got to throw these chopsticks away. Throw my life away. We'll throw those in the trash can. Definitely a different flavor for each peanut. Dude, I... I'm so far off, Mike. I only had three, and uh, my left or my right ear just closed. I just felt like a weird wave of almost a relief rushing over me, and maybe my body's because you know you're done going into a shock, shock of some sort. But my mouth is still super hot. Are you have any last thoughts on this guitar? I think it's dumb, but I also think it's pretty in a way. Looking at the back of it, I kind of wish it was flipped around like a Moserite, how a Moserite has a longer horn on the bottom. Thank you for the water. I can see that. Um, I also hate the whole, like, it was getting done a lot in the early 2000s, the whole, like, sandwiching pieces of wood together to get the the skunk stripe all the way down the middle of the guitar. Oh, right. Like, purple heart. I like that. I don't like it. I, I like, like that the look. on the neck. I I like the I like it when it's like this, where you can only see it from the back. My nose is dripping. Um, I think it's too purpley on the front. I don't like the pickup situation either. I can't eat this on mic. What am I doing? The humbucker? No, the or, wood part, which oh, is like yeah. the pickguard. Yeah, I don't like that with the yin yang single symbol in the middle there. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. I'm gonna drink I don't this beer. like that. There's this the odd thematic like yin yang thing going on with this whole brand all over. You go on the Reverb Store. Um, it's too much. It's the same sort of thing. It's too much theming on a guitar that otherwise has a somewhat strong look. I suppose if you like that look. I don't like the the f holes. Me neither. I mean, I don't. I would never buy this for myself. Um, so, so there is on this shop like a a uh, lacewood body Les Paul that looks like way better. Like, look at this thing. Yeah, that looks sick. <laughs> I'm dripping sweat here. I might start hallucinating soon. So, um. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's about all I got. I don't think this guy's... I'm looking at the other stuff on on this reverb store. I don't think every every design is a miss, but I think this one is definitely a miss. I think it's a miss. If the price really is $777, I feel like the build quality looks like it's there. If you like the theming, if you like the look, it's probably not the hugest mistake in the world. <laughs> so that, that I would that, ne- I would never pay that. that. Les Paul I showed you is five hundred and fifty five dollars on Reaver. Way better for the money. So, oh man, let's get out of here. All right, this song was sent by uh, Ian Ferguson. Ah! Are you still hurting? No, I just can't. Oh, you think. can't talk. Uh, this song was sent by Ian Ferguson. He says, "Here's one for your consideration. It's called Han Shot First. Sincerely, Ian Ferguson. On behalf of Ryan, I'm Steve. Bye. Bye.
Oh my god. <laughs>